Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is November 15th, 2021. We are fresh off of a big weekend. Denise and I were both in Minneapolis at full gear. You can check out scrums on this channel, on Denise's channel. Plenty of coverage there. We have our post show. I did my own review today on FightfulSelect.com. I'll tell you more about that. But we're talking Monday Night Raw for November 15th. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I think considering that you mentioned that it was a busy week this weekend because it was. I mean, in terms of like hecticness and all these pay-per-views always back me up in terms of work. But I think for the most part, I'm I'm pretty okay. Yeah, guys, a reminder, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications. Had a couple really great interviews last week. Switchblade Jay White ahead of uh, New Japan Battle in the Valley. And then Denise... The boyhood dream has come true. I got an AEW interview last Friday. Woo! Alert the authorities. <laughs> it finally happened for you. I felt I felt bad when I when I texted you that I got an AEW interview. It was one of those things where I was like, it kind of feels like you're telling your friend you got a hot date and they didn't mm. and they're stuck at home. I kind of felt bad, so I was very happy when you got approved. Not going to do good for those access journalism accusations that I get, but I did finally get an AEW interview. We've only got two this year, but it was with Ethan Page. He rated my action figure. Figures. That was really cool. That was a lot of fun. Um, we the ugly ones or the pretty ones? Because you gave me both. the ugly ones last time. Both, okay. like a little bit of both. So check that out, guys. And on Tuesday, I have an interview up with Lady Frost. Over forty-seven minutes. This was <laughs> right before I had reported that she has been signed by Impact Wrestling. So we talk about a lot of things. There's so many cool things there. Um, but she taught me how to say baklava. I still don't know how. Because I, I was how. pronouncing it back lava. <laughs> oh my God. And she was like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> it oh, was very unreal. hilarious. But guys, uh, check all that out. We've got some cool interviews going up this week as well. Uh, we're doing Survivor Series predictions. And uh, as I sort of wrap up the plugs for now, uh, Denise, we announced that next week we're launching a new monthly show 
Uh, we are doing the Fightful uh, Fightful Wrestling Roundtable. It's going to be hosted by Shaquille Majuri. And the first three guests are myself, you, and Chris Van Vliet. It's going to be on Fightful Select. But we're going to give you guys this edition for free. Denise, how will we coexist? What I want to know is how come Shaquille got to host this show and not me? I'm a little <laughs> upset. Now I got heat with Shaquille. Because he pitched it. <laughs> well, had I known, I would have been pitching all these ideas, but I didn't know I was allowed to be like, hey, Sean, give me a show instead of giving Jeremy a show and Shaquille. Oh, we gave Jeremy a channel. Like, we yeah. did, we did ha- Okay, more. had I known, I would have been like, hey, give me your YouTube channel. You know, I feel like I never find out about things. You know, I haven't been paid on Fightful in like over a month, give which me, is very did- upsetting. Uh, let's, let's mute Denise. She has not submitted her last two invoices. Also, I saved her life. So um, that happened. But, the way um, I see it is I haven't been paid. Yeah. So, guys, uh, let's leave a thumbs up. As I mentioned, you can donate Super Chats on YouTube. But what we encourage are Humper Chats. That's what we're after. Go to Humper Chat or HumperChats.com. It is a Streamlabs platform. And uh, donate your Humper Chats. It lets us keep a little bit more of the money. What's up, Denise? I'm so sorry, Sean. I forgot to create the little camel that I said I was going to create. I completely forgot until right now. I I will create it next week. I'm very sorry. People, please remind me. Well, we have uh, Nerd Guru saying, Happy Cowboy Shit Day, Eve Eve. Our hero and cowboy will grace Norfolk, Virginia. You guys rule. Hopeful gear was great live, minus the Cody stuff. I, I had fun. There, it was a little long, but as I mentioned, you can subscribe to fightfulselect.com. I have my full review up there. Denise, you were at Rampage, right? Yeah, I saw you that day. We went okay. to dinner, Sean. Denise, I got CTE. Leave me alone. So, I, I feel like they could have taken the ATT match, I feel like they could have taken the Cody match and put those on Rampage, and the whole weekend would have been better. Yeah, I definitely think that honestly. I kind of, this was my first dark that I sat through and you can probably add maybe travel fatigue, whatever you want. I did kind of feel like it was a little bit too long for me because by the time we got to Rampage, I was feeling a little bit exhausted. And once Rampage happened, I did think that the show could have been a little bit, just a little bit better. I think in terms of a lot of the prior Rampage episodes, they've been a little bit stronger than the one that we went to, you know, heading into full gear. I think the show could have been a little bit stronger, Um, but for the most part, you know, it was just one of those nights it was a simple night I kind of see it as a simple night of wrestling where I saw a bunch of guys I don't get to see very often or actually no that's a lie because a lot of the people that I saw where we see pretty often and then they had a bunch of locals um but either way matches that you don't necessarily get to see on Dynamite or Rampage for the dark shows so that was pretty fun and then I mean it was a good time was a good time yeah uh Volob says Showing love and support for Sean and Denise for putting up with unbelievable BS the last couple of days. Ah, you know what? The positive outweighs the negative, and some people's minds, you just won't change. Uh, But Lucas says, hope you enjoyed my new home of Minneapolis despite the cold. Was fortunate enough to give Sean a quick fist bump as he was coming through the tunnel right before the dark tapings. Denise, I would have said hello had I seen you. Thanks for all you do. I'm sorry you saw the wrong star from Fightful. Oh, man. Well, so you're... So you're going to just minimize my star power, huh? No, I'm not. Well, I don't have to. You're going to boost your own star power, Sean. You have the biggest ego of anyone I know. Denise, that's just not true. (laughs) It totally is. Okay, where are you leading up to? You're leading up to something. Nothing. I'm just just so, so uh, fortunate to be here. I'm so happy to be here. 
Give me a baby face clap, You should have let that car hit me, Sean. Ba- baby face clap in the chat <laughs> Next for SRS. Just, you should have just let me go that day, man. You ruined yourself. Baby face clap in the chat, guys. Send them. Send them. Daniel R. says, I know it's Monday, but Ishii on Dynamite in two days. What are your thoughts? Is this match a good fit? I was hoping for something a little bit bigger. I, I do think it's a good fit. Um, I'm okay with it. Uh, we we had Tony like kind of teasing about that ahead of time. Like maybe they should bring in somebody else. They brought in some help for chaos. What are you thinking about this match? Okay, so my favorite part of the scrum or one of my favorite parts was when Brian Danielson kind of got a little salty at Tony Khan because he was he was yeah. basically insinuating like, why didn't you book, you know, me and Ishii? Like, what the heck? So I did think that was funny. And after he kind of got that in my head, I was kind of thinking the exact same thing. Why didn't Tony Khan book this match? Damn it. I would take it on YouTube. I will take it anywhere. Um, but yeah. I'm excited. Either way, it's like, I'm excited to see Ishii. I feel like no matter what, no matter who he's in the ring with, it's going to be a good time. Orlando Orego says, hello, Full Gear was a great pay-per-view. Here's some money for my fellow Android phone buddy. Hashtag stop shaming Android. I am beyond me just getting cyber bullied on a regular basis. The fact that I am being phone shamed, it is just, it hurts, Denise. Sean, after what I saw what happened to you, I'm not ready to come out yet about this. Oh, it's you too, huh? I too am an Android user. Mm. We have the same phone, actually, don't we? S20? I have the S10 Ultra. Or the S21 Ultra. The newest oh. one. The newest no, Ultra. I no, don't, I don't have the newest one. Sorry. Well, I have the newest one, and it's the Ultra. <laughs> Justin Lopez says, if I didn't live in walking distance from Barclays, I'd totally skip Survivor Series. Highly considering selling my Raw ticks for next week as well. Um, I, I mean, this Raw was a couple hours away from me and I didn't go. I haven't been to a Raw in a while. I probably won't go in a while because there isn't a lot of motivation. There's not a lot of incentive to go to a Raw, Denise. I'm going to go to SmackDown on December 10th. That's a little different. We're talking LA. We're talking Fox. I think I think that'll probably be a decent show. I think you're all right there. M.A. Solko says, It's great seeing talented, positive hosts doing live shows several days each week without reading a script. I don't know what that's in reference to. It's in reference to the Aaliyah thing, I think. Oh. The, I still- the one where she's like this. I still haven't watched SmackDown. I've got to watch SmackDown tomorrow. I haven't watched SmackDown either, but I saw the clip. Yeah. I saw the clip of that, and I, I didn't believe it because I thought it was something that was probably exaggerated. So, so I was like, all right, let me let me watch the video, okay? Sure. So I watched it. I just, it was, I just watched a portion of it. I didn't even watch the entire thing. But it was kind of so you can see Kayla's, like, hair. But you don't even have to see that because the entire time you just see a, poor Aaliyah. I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad, but at the same time it's like, you think by now she'd kind of get it a little bit because the promo wasn't even anything too hard from what I saw, but you just yeah. kind of saw her doing this and this and this. And it, it was very, very obvious, which was kind of unfortunate, but we got that baby face fire clap going from Cyclops and nerd guru says, are y'all going to the first dynamite on TBS in New Jersey? Probably not. I can't afford it. I haven't been paid yeah. by Fightful. <laughs> Some people are going to take that really seriously. <laughs> I know. If someone clips that out, like just that portion, all Some... like the Sean haters, the SRS haters are oh, yeah. going to tell post on Reddit, Sean doesn't play his employees. Sean doesn't pay the female 
Latina, the Mexican female on his staff. He doesn't pay her. It's going to happen. Uh, Shotkid29 says AEW pays off a two-year hangman build. WWE barely has a two-week Survivor Series build. Now let's get that baby face fire. That's what I'm talking about. Terry Allen Jr. mentions Survivor Series 03 was a wonderful match with stakes. Well, uh, yeah, I agree. Survivor Series 04, Denise, is one that I really liked. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it was a 4-on-4, 5-on-5, four five five where the winners each for one week became GM of Raw. And in most cases, the people were like, hey, I want a title match tonight on Raw. Then some of them like kind of adjusted things. I want something. I want it to matter. Give me a reason to care. When's the man? See, that's what I know. We're not going to talk about this just yet, but I might as well just mention it now. That was the one thing that I particularly really liked about Becky Lynch's promo tonight when she said that, you know, her match isn't necessarily about, you know, brand supremacy. It's personal for her. And I was like, all right, in terms of the storyline, in terms of all of that and everything surrounding that match, okay, great. I'm glad that she kind of excluded brand supremacy from this because nobody gives a damn about brand supremacy. I mean, Adam Pierce doesn't even, well, Adam Pierce shouldn't really care about brand supremacy or maybe he should. I don't know anymore. But it's, it's just nobody really cares. And it's not, I don't, I'm not even going to get into that. Nobody cares. Sean, we can't hear you. Sean? So it's so it's oh. ironic because I say I you love muted these- yourself. Holy sh! And I just muted you. I love me some Sova. Says I'm going to be at Dynamite Wednesday. I need some poster ideas. Well, I was going to say mute Denise, but bro, you just muted phone. yourself. I did I did? I'm just going to eat that L. I'm going to that take is it. karma, Sean. Karma. Sea World. What goes around comes around. Why are you talking about Sea World? Anyway. On that L, I'm going to move on to the Raw review, and I'll get to some of these Super Chats later because it's only going to go downhill from here. Uh, Please share this video. Good stuff. Big E kicks off the show, Denise, uh, but not for long because the Usos attack. Well, then what happens when the Usos attack? RK-Bro attacks. Well, not RK-Bro, just Riddle. Then we get a tag team match made between these two teams, but that doesn't even last. So, like, why even review that? or the first segment, because then it turns into RK-Bro against the Usos and Seth Rollins. Um, Riddle what you're eats saying a lot happened during these first, like, 37 minutes. minutes. 37. 37 oh, minutes. Thank you. And it was, it was like one segment that kind of mattered into a segment that didn't matter into a segment that's like, okay, it kind of matters because it was Seth Rollins who did need a, probably need a win going into Survivor Series and, and heading into, you know, all that he's going into. But he got that over Riddle, who's facing the Usos. I'm a little conflicted here, but they booked this. They booked themselves into this. Okay, I have um, a question for you, Sean, before you move any further. Because sure. the last two weeks, I thought were some of the worst Raws that we have seen. But I didn't feel that way about this Raw. I thought this Raw was a vast improvement on the last two weeks of Raw. And I know that you like the last two weeks of Raw. So I want to get your thoughts in terms of did you like a quick yes or no? Did you like Raw today? Was it better than the last two weeks? You there? You were freezing up, Denise, or it's probably me. But did I like Raw? It was okay. It's all right. There, there were some things that left a bad taste in my mouth, so to speak. But 
it was okay at best. Okay. I, I'm, I a little surpri- I'm just a little surprised because I thought the last two Raws were terrible and you liked those. So I don't know. I didn't need a 37 minute segment here. I Look, did not need that. I'll be real with you. They did a lot in this segment and they kind of threw in like three different storylines into one and really mixed it in a big bowl of soup. But I think in comparison to a lot of the other things that we've been seeing on the last couple of weeks, I did not hate. I did not completely dislike what they did here. So would you call it good soup? Yeah, but I wouldn't call it broccoli and cheddar. I would say tortilla soup. Okay. Brian Evans says, how much of a humper chat for, for SRS to dye your beard like Nick Jackson for the Dynamite review? Um, 500. 3,000. Oh. 3,000. That's way too expensive. You should do it for like 500. Get in your humper chats at humperchat.com, my friend. I, I thought the action here was good. I understand the Usos attacking Big E. That makes sense for what we're going to see Sunday. Uh, we're going to make our predictions, uh, myself and Carissa Lopez, on Tuesday, but um, it's just when when I thought about this segment as I'm watching it. Well, one also I had the rundown, so we posted that on FightfulSelect.com. I knew this was going to turn into RK Bro, so that's probably my job, kind of spoiling that for me. But I would have been just as frustrated if I got like 15, 20 minutes in, and it's like, oh, okay, another match, another match, another match. It was. I've just seen that trope played out so much that I can tell it's a time killer for them because they don't have anything better to fill that out. And um, that's that's why I was like, man, uh, it's a little bit lazy. But this did lead to Orton and Riddle kind of arguing. Like Orton is not happy. And I, I like this. This is Orton being the veteran to Riddle who you know, is a 35-year-old dude. But within WWE, he's been there like a year. He's still a relative rookie in WWE main roster right now. And Orton's like, you you like the Street Profits, cool, whatever, but you keep getting your ass whipped by hanging out with him. Like, what's the benefit? I like Orton playing the veteran here and doing all that and being like, you just got pinned. You just got beat. Why are you so happy? I like that. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that portion of it too, but, and I know we're not, well, in terms of RK bro though, I kind of feel they've been doing the exact same thing in the sense of they've been, you know, building them up in there. You know, they were not, they weren't necessarily on the same page. They were not really seen eye to eye. And then you had that period where, where Rand Jordan was gone and Matt Riddle was doing the whole I'm him or whatever the thing that he was doing where he was coming out to, you know, doing the Randy Orton stuff and all of that. And then afterwards they come back and they become friends and everything's okay again. And then shortly thereafter, they're back to this. So even though I still like the chemistry between them, I do kind of feel like they just keep kind of telling the exact same story over and over again with RK bro. I kind of wish that maybe they would just make it in a way where it's, Brandy Orton essentially just accepting what Matt Riddle is and trying to like break it to him. But at the same time, I don't know. They just have to stick to the, uh, they need to stick to the, to the story that they're telling. I feel they keep going back and forth with RK bro, but in terms of, you know, everything else that occurred on this, 
I got to put over Biggie's promo at the beginning, like what we saw from it, because I really liked him uh, addressing Roman Reigns and talking about how he's going to be, uh, how he's going to be taking a piece of him that he's never going to get back. I like that too. I, I, I kind of wish we weren't seeing Roman Reigns versus Biggie. And, you know, I have my feelings about that just because I feel it's too, I feel they shouldn't. Roman Reigns should still not be losing, but at the same time, it's like, damn, how are you going to have Big E, who is still in his infancy as champion, be taking a loss like this at this period in time? So I kind of feel like, man, I, I wish this match necessarily wasn't happening just for those two reasons. I know it's going to be a good match, but in terms of somebody's going to have to take the L, and I don't think that either one of them should be taking the L. So, and that's kind of how I felt too when they did Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. But either way, I just feel like it's going to hurt Biggie a lot more to take the L from Roman Reigns so early on in his uh, championship run. As for the Biggie, Matt Riddle, Uso stuff, um, that relatively earned to earn ended quickly into the six-man match and I did like that they turned this into a six-man match I didn't hate it I thought that it sort of made sense and that each person is sort of interconnected with one another and there was a lot of things that I liked mainly just Biggie looking really great in this I liked everything that he did with Jimmy Uso where he did the big splash on him where uh he didn't want to go for the pin and then Jimmy Uso literally hits him with the insecurity and right after that he starts chopping uh uh, uh, Jimmy Uso right on the chest as he's laying down, gets him with another big splash. I like that as well. Um, and then I like the finish where each guy was sort of getting their moment in right before the actual uh, finish. So I appreciated that. I also appreciated the post-match stuff where uh, Biggie was sending a message to Roman Reigns and basically saying, hey, tell your, I think he said, tell your daddy Roman that I received this message, but he kept calling them daddy. So I kind of like that as well. So I didn't necessarily hate this segment. Uh, It took too long, but they did a lot. There's been other segments that have taken way too long where they didn't do nearly as much. So for the most part, I will say this was a decent way to start the show. It's like, I'm, I think I'm a bit over the Usos always doing Roman's bidding for him in, in, in that sense. It's like, okay, why, why are they here? I mean, how are they allowed here? This is why it takes away the importance from Survivor Series. It takes yes. away the importance of Big E versus Roman Reigns because you're not getting these interactions between Roman Reigns and Big E. It's almost like they don't care enough to put make this into a bigger deal because yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's if, about if Brad's the Usos, If the Usos are allowed to come over here all the time, why the hell isn't Big E running around over there with his friends on SmackDown or, or the other way around, whichever the hell damn brand yeah, they're on SmackDown. The fact that I, I, it didn't even hit me till we were on this show. Oh yeah, the Usos are on SmackDown. Says an awful lot. Like, why are they allowed there? If this is the situation, Omar says, Denise, will you sign a mute Denise sign? Hell yeah. Volub says Sean eats L's better than Top Dollar. I pride myself on that. Velo Dig says, Babyface clap. You're damn right. Andrew says, are we sure Orton will be the one turning on Riddle? Orton is super over. Meanwhile, Riddle is funny over, but not enough over to out-cheer Orton. I, if WWE was into that type of interesting thing, yeah, it seems like they telegraph things an awful lot, though. And they they love 
Randy Orton just kind of flip flopping back and forth like the wind. I think I still think it'll be Orton. I think it'll be Orton, but it would be surprise. See, oh, that's a tough one because Matt Riddle is doing I, a like, really good job at what he's doing and the comedy yeah. and all of that. It just works for him. It feels very natural to him. So, but at some point, they are going to have to change things up for him and. That would be a dramatic shift in his character where all of a sudden he could be like, you know what, Randy, you thought that I was dumb. You played me for a fool. You took me for a fool. Well, guess what? I'm not a fool. Nerd Guru says, fun fact, every time there's been brand versus brand at Survivor Series, whoever the universal champion is has won, never the WWE champ. Well, I and I see people saying, oh, we'll go to a no contest. Denise, the answer of top two stars in the company facing off shouldn't be eh, doing no contest. It shouldn't be. We should be like, Oh my God, I can't wait to see who will win this. But unfortunately due to the history of booking, we're like, this is going to mean something bad for the future of somebody. Sean, I have an idea. Okay. So the number one thing that we're talking about when it comes to survivor series is that there are no stakes, right? Yes. Okay, you and I are doing a post show that day. We should make stakes. Like, you should represent a brand. I could represent a brand. And whoever gets the most wins, like, should, I don't know, win something. There should be stakes. Fightful should give this pay-per-view stakes. I had stakes today, a beautiful New York strip, medium well. There you go. So, are you saying no to my idea? Because I just think it would be something, you know, if you cared about your viewers. You know what? You know what? We'll we'll put it to a poll right now. Okay. Should Fightful create stakes for Survivor Series? In parentheses, vote no. Oh, come on, Sean. You know what's funny? All my ideas always get over, even though you don't want to try them. I think this one probably will too, Denise. But who's going to be, gonna be with- what brand? I want to I be raw. Good. You could sure be smacked down. I don't want to be smacked down. Okay, I'll I be sure raw. as hell don't want to be smacked down. Uh, Shotkid29 says, speaking of daddy, quick shout out to Dirty Daddy, who's out for six months after Saturday. Let's show Dickinson some love. Uh, yeah, Chris Dickinson, Mance Warner, Dan Housen, support these people that are sidelined. Brooke Havoc. There's a lot of indie wrestlers that are being sidelined. Some pretty serious injuries, so uh, show them some love. Eli Everfly, I believe, as well. Um, yeah. Nerd Guru says, I like how the opening segment didn't lead into the main event that wasn't planned. Still not great, but it's different at least. Ah, kind of. But I, I you know, I agree. It's just once once they, they got the hell out of there, they kind of got the hell out of there. Sean, I think we can agree we have a, a the bar is set pretty low. Anything yeah. that goes over the bar, even just a little bit, is going to be a win. This poll is rigged, so it looks like we're making stakes on Saturday. Anakin says... Can't imagine the ratings for this Raw being good with a big Rams game. Halo multiplayer dropping, and of course, their eternal competition, Sleep. Also seeing an incredible wrestling show two days ago probably has most people feeling satiated still. Denise, I found out the best way to get a full night's sleep is to just not sleep the night before. That seems yeah, like a Yeah, that's good very one. unfortunate, but it kind of is true because I only slept like, slept like four hours on, when was it, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday yeah. night. And then when I came back, from L- when I came back to LA, I slept 12 hours. It was marvelous. I didn't even move all night. Somebody says if Denise wins, the stakes should be raised and uh, he, she should be able to mute SRS. Uh, she can, actually. Yeah, if you give me the login. Yeah. 
And Omar says I should have to eat pizza with ranch. I gave Denise my ranch this weekend, actually. <laughs> Who doesn't put ranch in their salad? Uh, me. Sean, me? that is so weird. What seasoning did you have on your salad? Uh, I don't know. The bacon, the chicken, the, the actual lettuce, the tomatoes. No, you don't need The lettuce by itself don't. is so boring. It's no, depressing. Well, it wasn't by itself. It had cheese. It had a lot of things. Come on. No sauce, though? <laughs> there are like eight ingredients in that salad. What are you talking about? Well, I, I thank you for your sauce. I used it for my French fries. Oh, Matt James says, I don't know why I was so excited I got my Survivor Series tickets. This is the week of it, and it seems like they're not even trying. It does feel really lazy, Denise. I mean, two hours before the show, nothing was promoted for this show. I was like, hey, have they announced anything? No. They were asking questions on WWE.com. They're like, how will Big E react? What will Becky Lynch say? I don't know. Maybe tell us. Sean, I do this for a living and watch all the shows. I cannot, and I and I and I tweeted out the people in the Survivor Series match, and I can't even name them all. Uh, Normhausen says Survivor Series, Sur- Survivor Series, man. That <laughs> you can't stuttered. even you can't even Lola. say the pay per view name. <laughs> he says the booking is cursed. Me trying to say it is cursed. And he says <laughs> it makes him want to swear. Look, she, Denise is making fun of people with a stutter. That is ableist. <laughs> Cancel her. She's muted. I watched Raw from the side of my TV and my neck hurts. Going to have a hamburger. Enjoy the small sack of monies. Thank you, Norm Housen. We appreciate you guys. Get those Humper Chats in at HumperChat.com. Let's talk about some other stuff. Because we got like, we've got Super Chats for two more segments on this show right now, Denise. People don't want us to talk about Raw, but we're going to talk about it. Good. Can people come up with our steaks? Because I'm thinking if I lose, I eat a bowl of let- of salad with like no so- no seasoning. And you have to eat pizza and ranch. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair wins over Tamina. This was solid. Tamina is not going to be a top star. So why not use her in this spot? Uh, I thought they that it was one of her better worked matches that I've seen. Although she hasn't been on TV since she lost her, t- her tag titles. And when Bianca does that KOD, that looks awesome. Tamina took it well. Bianca looked like a total star doing it. They set this up a little bit beforehand. This was elementary, easy booking. Cool. This is what I want to see more of. Build these people up instead of saying, hey, here's a here's a title contender that doesn't win. Let them win. Let me see Bianca Belair do her cool moves. That's what I want to see. I love this. I honestly love this. When they first made this match, I thought, oh, do I really care about seeing Tamina versus Bianca Belair? Not really. I didn't really care. But then as this match was starting and they had Tamina essentially dominate Bianca Belair and overpower her and show her strength, I kind of thought, okay, if they have Bianca lose to Tamina here, I'm going to be really pissed off because it would just not make any sense at all. But the way that they did it is so that you see Bianca Belair essentially end up overcoming, you know, this obstacle with Tamina. And when she kids hits her with the kiss of death and it just, they've been really doing a good job of showcasing Bianca Belair's strength. And this isn't one of those things. I feel like so many people, they tend to take away the thing that makes them special, but with Bianca yeah. Belair, they're actually doing right by her by highlighting the things that make her special, which is her athleticism and her power. And they've been doing that because she's been, you know, having so many of these moments and throughout some of her other matches 
matches where they show her strength and they just continued that with this and in my opinion this was a really good way to a give somebody that we don't necessarily get to see very often wrestle in Tamina, uh, give her, you know, make her look good. But at the same time, her looking good made Bianca Belair look even better by getting this win. And right now, Bianca Belair is not necessarily, you know, in the main title picture. So you don't want her to just be pushed aside. How many times don't we talk about when somebody is it? having their moment they sort of get forgotten about and you don't even see them at least they're having her do this match with Tamina and then with uh Dewdrop essentially coming out and calling her out after this match I thought okay Dewdrop is somebody that let's be real I'm pretty sure that they could have easily forgotten about her after they released Eva Marie they could have easily just forgotten about Dewdrop and not done anything so the fact that they had her come out and essentially you know call out Bianca Belair and have that little exchange I thought it gave something to Dewdrop and it also gave something to Bianca Belair so for me I was a fan of everything that they did throughout this entire segment Omar says Denise loses she admits she admits Kanye is better no. than Taylor no. <laughs> no way Miguel says loser eats a Pacqui chip during the Survivor Series post show how do I pronounce that is that the is that the, the hot the hot the hot chip the one that the people do the hot chip challenge must be. Must be. I've always wanted to do that, so I'd actually want to lose. Kate Hensler <laughs> says, full gear is the Taylor's version of Survivor Series. I like that. Oh, man. It's a good humper chat. That's a good, good, that's good humper a good chat. Humper chat. Yeah, Check out Kate Hensler every Tuesday and Friday here on Fightful. Uh, <laughs> she and TK Trinidad did the show on Friday. Did a great job. Uh, we've got Bianca Belair beating Tamina, as I mentioned. You mentioned Dewdrop coming out. I like that. Set it up. Promote it a little bit more. That's fine. Do you think Bianca does the KOD to Dewdrop? Oh, hell yeah. I think so, Yeah, too. I think so. I mean, definitely. We've got some demented fans. Loser has to attend a Raw. <laughs> that is not happening. Well, I don't even know when there's going to be a Raw in Los Angeles, so that's not even going to do you gotta anything. you got to fly to one. Oh, hell no, man. I've been flying to everything. I was just yelling at Nick Hausman at the Full Gear pay-per-view because he flew 45 minutes. I was so pissed. Oh, wow. Everybody gets short flights. Like, you, what? how long was your flight? About an hour and a half. But See, you're just like you. four. You're just like four. four hours. Mine's are always nice. long. I don't think I got to fly anywhere until maybe February. If, if WWE doesn't do media for St. Louis, then February. Because I'm driving to Winston-Salem, so. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we had more love to the West Coast, please. Veer Mahan is coming. Well, we've said about everything that we need to about that. Um, until he shows seen up. Smackdown, but I heard that Shanky rapped. And I was like, oh, good for Shanky. I didn't even know he had charisma. I'm happy for him, honestly. Ever the villain says, loser does an acoustic cover of It's All About the Butt. I feel uh, like you would really enjoy that. So that doesn't feel like I a wouldn't. punishment. I wouldn't. Alicia says, uh, I, I didn't watch Raw, but wanted to pop in and say hi. Congrats on the new wrestling roundtable show. Can't wait for the first episode. Uh, the way it was pitched to me was if you like the MMA beat uh, on MMA fighting uh, back in the day, as I did, we're going to try to make this about uh, or similar to that. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Becky Lynch comes out. Oh, boy, did I love this. This was a major league promo. And... This is playing off of some very real stuff and some worked stuff, Denise. And I was going to say real, Sean. I'm not buying it anymore. 
Oh, what happened last month? That happened. That was that was absolutely no, a real I thing. No, I know, but everything I I I feel well, continue. That on. was that was a very real thing that happened, but Becky Lynch is smart about it, Charlotte Flair's smart about it, and WWE is being smart about it. They are like, "Hey, go for it. Do whatever." Um, you know, there's some stuff that I don't think that Becky Lynch should really be touching, like some of the Twitter stuff where she's like she can't seriously be calling me fake, et cetera, et cetera. Charlotte wants to do some stuff to make herself feel better about herself. Who could possibly give a shit? But this promo, ooh boy, was this promo what I like. Talking about how they were best friends and how she slapped that right out of Charlotte. That's That was within kayfabe. She's talking about how three years ago she was like, not anymore, I'm taking it. I loved this promo. I think that this is the 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 prime Becky Lynch type of promo where she's like, I don't give a damn. I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to walk up to you. I'm going to punch you in the face and I'm going to beat you. And um, for better or for worse, I'm excited for this match. All right. So just speaking of the Becky Lynch promo so far, I loved it. I loved it a lot. I I was a big fan of it, mainly because I, you know that I have not been enjoying Becky Lynch as a heel right now. I just haven't been enjoying it. It hasn't been my cup of tea. Uh, I feel like it's been very forced down our, you know, shoved down our throats. So I haven't really enjoyed it. And it hasn't really felt natural to me. But anyways, this I love. This was the best thing Becky Lynch has done since her return. And what I personally like were the parts where she was saying, uh, she kept saying over and over, hey, I'm the person that this, and she kept giving all of these examples. My favorite one was when she said that being Charlotte's friend came with terms and that those terms were she's the star and I'm in the background. I'm in the shadows. And I thought that is such a phenomenal line. And then she said something along the lines of my success. I'm the person whose success made you bitter. And I thought that was great too. I I mentioned earlier the line where she said, it's not about brand supremacy to me. It's about personal legacy. I liked that as well. Uh, I thought top to bottom, the entire segment was good. I know we'll get to the Liv Morgan part in just a second, but the Becky Lynch stuff, kicked it off in a really strong way. And I, 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 I like what she did here. I definitely did like what she did here. Nerd Guru says that Becky promo, that was a, re- a return to form peak, the man right there. And I loved how they, they, she flipped the switch into being a heel again for Liv. Masterful. Well, Liv comes out because they're setting up another match. And I like this. I don't need to wait for them to set this up because it just do more things than once. These are, Pro wrestlers, they can multitask. They'll be all right. And this was pretty solid stuff from Liv, too. Um, I I did think it was maybe a little too produced for Liv. Just let her go out there and talk. Let her see if she can hold her own with Becky Lynch. But Becky Lynch being like, I just didn't think it would take you this long. I didn't think you'd fail so much. Oh, man, is that an approach? And then her saying, well, you know, I told you you should have won the title when I was gone because you're not getting it now. Becky killed it tonight. And and for Liv, like it, it did make me get a little bit of sympathy because I mean, if you watch the show, it, it, I shouldn't get sympathy because or it shouldn't be sympathy because she's booked like shit. It should be sympathy because I want her to win. But it is sympathy because she's booked like shit. But I mean, at least it elicits some kind of reaction. How'd you how'd you feel about this aspect of it? Okay. So I know that you mentioned that you felt it was a little bit too overproduced for Liv, but mm-hmm. honestly based on some of her past promos that I've seen and based on this, I thought this was the best one. And I don't necessarily think that it hurts her 
too much to be overproduced because I think she's still sort of trying to gain that confidence of going. It's not like she gets mic time every week. She's still fairly new to getting, you know, this mic time by herself in this big sort of feud with Becky Lynch, because obviously if you're feuding with Becky Lynch, it's a big deal. So I don't necessarily think that hurts her too much because she's going to need some direction. Personally, I thought this was some of the best mic work that she's done because she came out there and she presented herself very poised, very confident, sort of edgy, which, you know, Liv Morgan has like that sweet vibe. Yeah, she dresses in like this alternative look, but her personality doesn't necessarily come off as edgy. Uh, But she did. She came off as a little aggressive tonight. She said, you know, I'm done with this love-hate relationship between you and Charlotte, and I don't want you to ever – walk out on me again because I've worked so hard to get here. And then for a second, when Becky Lynch said that she was going to share this video package, I thought, oh, no, I don't want to see a video package. I thought it was going to be like a replay or something. But when they showed that clip of the Talking Smack clip, I thought, all right, this makes perfect sense. They don't ever utilize stuff like this on the show. I'm sure they have plenty of material that, you know, from Raw Talk or Talking Smack or from the Bump even or all of these other stuff that they do outside – they never really incorporate those into their storylines. And this was one of the first times where or one of the recent times where I feel like they've actually incorporated this outside stuff into the story. And so I liked that they had Liv Morgan essentially talking about how the last thing Becky Lynch said to her with Becky Lynch telling her, hey, I think you're going to be uh, the, the next women's champion or whatever. And then... Becky Lynch goes on to bury her and tells her, well, I didn't realize that you were going to underperform so badly. And I just thought that was such a good good burial. I loved it. I loved the burials from Becky Lynch. I loved the confidence from Liv Morgan. I thought they played off each other really well. And this is going to be a big test for Liv Morgan. People have been wanting to see her get pushed, but she's never necessarily had that moment. So this is kind of like a sink or swim. If she impresses the people that she needs to impress in this feud with Becky it'll be Lynch. Big. It'll be huge, it'll be for, huge her. for her. Exactly. Norm Housen says, Becky Charlotte is the only match on the Survivor Series card with any heat. We'll probably see some Raw invasion on SmackDown, but the show seems missable at this point. That's that's my issue with so much of the programming in WWE right now. It's it's missable. I can, I can miss it. I'll be just fine. Douglas Johnson says, just got home from work. Is Raw worth watching or should I rewatch Full Gear? I mean, watch what you want, but I mean, I like to. Keep, I would keep up with everything, regardless. Even if I didn't watch Raw, I'd still watch like the YouTube clips. Sports Riot says Sean and Denise they watch Raw, so you don't have to. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. <laughs> I know we were getting them continuously for a while on Twitter. I don't even tweet that I'm starting Raw coverage for three hours because it's just a bunch of prayers for you, Denise. Tweets. <laughs> Injection says loser has to join Ali in his punishment video. Not a chance. Chris Rain says, I'm so disconnected from Raw, I didn't even realize it was in, in, in Indianapolis. I'm studying or stuttering again. In Indianapolis. Until Sean, a friend you're supposed asked to me, be an on-air personality. Muted. Asked me if I was going tonight. On a separate note, I watched Full Gear at a movie theater for the first time, and it was a great way to watch a pay-per-view. Denise, after we saw the double or nothing, like the, the stadium stampede, that made me think that like watching in a theater might be cool because we were watching like with a bunch of people that we knew on screens. 
as Stadium Stampede was happening. I was like, you know what? This might not be terrible in a theater. Okay, I kind of felt the opposite. I'm sorry, Sean. I kind of wish that I was... I, I, I'm sorry, but if I'm there live, I don't want to be mm. watching up on the screen. I want to be watching the action unfold. But I've always have wanted to go to a movie theater to watch it. My fiancé went, and he only spent $17 on the ticket. So it's like That's if you're looking good. for a sale, if you don't want to spend the full 50 bucks on the pay-per-view and you want a big screen... Hell, I think it's fun. Me too. Nerd Guru says, how do you see them booking Becky versus Charlotte DQ? Oh, Becky's getting that win. Sorry. She's getting that win. It's going to happen. Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Uh, this was a good match, Denise. You know, it always is. Uh, and how do I, how many times is always is? Well, Denise, it was the 15th match since February between members of these two teams. And again, Good match. It got some time. I don't need to see them wrestle anymore against each other. Shree Profits win. Seems like they're next for RK Bro, and they should be. But the, the, the work is good. The work is really, really good. But I was done with them feuding with each other in like, like six months ago. Done with I it. mean... I was done with it. Very, very done with it. However, I'm not going to totally bury it today. And the reason I'm not going to bury it today is because I really did enjoy this match. For what it was, I thought it was entertaining. I liked Montez trying to take down Otis, even though I'm pretty sure they've done this a million times. Uh, I liked you know, him going with all those multiple clotheslines and hitting him with all of those strikes. I thought it was funny. Uh, I liked the finish, too. The Gable, uh, Chad Gable hitting the crossbody, looking like he's going to win, but Montez reversing it and getting the win. I thought that was fun. Do I need to see this again? No. Put it on a house show. Great. Uh, I don't want to see this again because, yeah, I, I seen it a bunch. But so, but that's that's why I did enjoy it because usually when I've seen a match so many times, I kind of zone out while I'm watching it. But they did a good job in the sense where they kind of fought for my attention and it worked. So that's why I'm not going to bury it. There's been so many matches that I've seen for a mil like a million times and they've done nothing to gain my interest. Oh, I'm not. I don't want to bury it or anything. It's just like I'm. I'm burying WWE for just booking it again. The talent, amazing, great talent, great work. Um, but yeah, but um, just like move on, do something else. Kate Hensler sends a Humper Chat over at HumperChat.com and says. The theater gimmick was a blast. The emotional investment for that main and pop for Cole's theme was so great. Also, you both look great today. Why, thank you. Thank you. Zelina defeated Nikki Cross. Uh, RH says, I'm hoping Nikki ASH uh, finally breaks and snaps, unleashing her fury back into the sanity era Nikki Cross. It would make super brutality just super brutal. Kind of like that idea, even though I understand that the superhero gimmick is it accomplishes a lot of things, and it is something. Denise, you spoke to Nikki about, I think, 73 times over the course of a week. She, this means a lot to her. She pitched it. It's her brainchild. Like, I don't know personally that she's like, oh, yeah, let me go back to that. This means an awful lot to her. So this is actually, I'm glad that this was brought up because this was what I was planning on talking about in my coverage for this match. And what I wanted to get at, so Nikki Ash, Zelina, I just, it's very irritating to me that 
Okay, so they have this, they, you know, they have the superhero gimmick, Nikki A.S.H. Okay, you have an opportunity there. If this would have been creatively done, if they would have been cre helped her in her creative with this and given her, you know, more support with this character and marketed really well and really marketed to children, I definitely think this could have worked it could have worked you know it could be something like you know they could kind of make it uh, i don't know you know luchasaurus is a good example because luchasaurus but he's he's like a dinosaur right it's kind of like a childish character but he's presented in a way that is cool right they could have done something like that for nikki ash or something similar but in a way they could have also really heavily marketed that for kids i do think it could have worked had they done something like that but they didn't they didn't do that so you know, she becomes champion, she loses the bout, and then quickly after that, it's almost like there's no longer a reason for her to be a superhero. What is the reason? There is no reason anymore. They're not doing anything with the superhero character. If they were doing like skits or some sort of, you know, segments, some sort of creative storytelling to add to the character and add to the persona, then it'd be great. But now they're just having her come out with this costume and not really doing anything superhero-ish. Additionally, the whole premise of this team up between Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash was for them to sort of be polar opposites, right? We haven't gotten any creative uh, segments or moments between them where you can kind of like the Randy Orton, Matt Riddle stuff. You get a lot of that and you get a lot of the polar opposites between Matt Riddle and Randy Orton's personality. Why aren't we getting that with Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash? I thought that was supposed to be like the main point, this odd pairing that, you know, ends up working like, you know, your your Daniel Bryan and your Kane and you know so many other examples of you know pairings like this and they kind of given you no purpose to keep her as a superhero so now I do kind of wish that she would revert back to the Nikki Cross uh, character because it's kind of like they just haven't really done anything with the superhero stuff for a while you could have even forgotten that they were tag team champions which is very unfortunate so I like both of them I will say at least Zelina is getting some wins after winning the queen's crown. But at this point it's like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> I would say, well, she should be next after Liv if she keeps winning, but she's going to lose. She's going to lose a bunch before then, because that's just what they do. I thought the action was pretty solid though. Yep. I agree. Orlando Arrego says this show was very weird tonight. They had Seth versus Finn set for raw, but then they change it as broken on fightfulselect.com. They did a KO interview. He sort of explained himself. How were you feeling about that? Wait, repeat that one more time. Sorry. They, they had what the super chat or the super chat. Sorry. He says, Orlando Orego said the show was very weird. They had Seth versus Finn set for raw, but then they change it. Yes, they did. As we reported on Fightful Select, it was Finn versus KO, but KO did a little bit of explaining. What did you think about that explanation? Uh, I didn't mind it. Honestly, I really did it. It was one of those things where personally, I even missed the promotion that they were going to do that match in the first place. So I think for me, it didn't necessarily affect me that much. I did see somebody tag me in it. And I was like, Oh, okay. But it was what it was there. But I did forget to mention something actually about Carmel, uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash, because do, are they teasing a breakup between them now? Because I kind of thought that they were teasing a breakup tonight. I don't, I mean, I was, I was so focused on the fact that another tag champ lost and. Oh, well, I, I, <laughs> I think, I think they're teasing a breakup. I had a feeling. Yeah. I mean, 
I'd never trust them to keep any tag teams together, but the KO Finn Balor match was good. Um, as you would expect KO wins after he <laughs> slams Balor's balls into the top rope. And I know they make this out to be like, Oh my God, that was dirty of him, but he just knocked a guy off the top rope. I'm, you can't, can't necessarily plan for somebody to land on their nutsack in that situation. Uh, but he gets the win. I love Kevin Owens. Maybe if it's not even new offense, it's newish offense, like the sidewinder suplex and stuff like that, where he spins and swings uh, Balor around. I like this match. And if, again, you're building Owens for Big E, why not? Good match. I just wish I cared a little bit more. I only cared about this match because I knew I was going to get good in-ring stuff. Story-wise, there really isn't much for me. Um, I, I don't feel like the direction that they're going with Kevin Owens feels natural right now. It kind of feels like we kind of just have to accept it for what it is. It doesn't feel so natural to me. However, the one thing that I did like besides all of the cool moments during this match, I love how Kevin Owens avoided the coup de grace a lot throughout this match. Uh, he kept finding a way for, you know, then not to hit that. And so I enjoyed that. I, I like that we actually got a actual finish. I appreciated that. We pretty much got that throughout the entire show, if, if I remember correctly. So I enjoyed this for what it was. I just, I do wish I just cared a little bit more. There are like no super chats about like mo, mo or most of these segments, man, I've been stuttering my ass off tonight. It's all those energy drinks, Denise, Why do but you we drink have energy drinks. Because I need to stay up, Denise. Drink through water. Through Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Water, just chock full of caffeine. There we go. <laughs> Normhausen says creative storytelling in WWE. You funny, Denise. I tried. Sorry, guys. AJ Styles and Omos. Omos. <laughs> defeated the Dirty D-Wags, Denise. And they crushed the Dirty D-Wags. They beat the living shit out of the Dirty D-Wags. Oh, where do I start you, with this? You don't like it? You don't like this? I'm sorry, Sean. Wow. I was not. Okay, so remember what I was talking about? The uh, freaking Street Profits and Gable and Otis and how I've seen that a bunch of times. And I... I I still got interested in into into it. Okay, now you're passing my stuttering stuttering on over <laughs> to me. But anyways, so I'm sorry, but I just cannot get. I'm not interested. I'm not. I'm no longer interested in Amaz and AJ Styles. I, I I did like that backstage interview though, where AJ was basically talking about how he doesn't even get what they mean by they want the smoke, and then he starts telling them how they can actually get the smoke. That was funny. And then I'm just not that big of a fan of the Dirty Dogs. I tend to tune out during their segments. I I'm sorry. I I just can't. I, I I'm not. It's not. I don't know. It's not working for me for, personally. So I think I had two things in this match that I just kind of wasn't necessarily interested in. Um, however, I will say this. Omaz is looking more and more confident each and every single week. He went out there today and he wrecked havoc. Forgot what we were talking about last week, but it had to do with Omaz. And I remember you saying like, oh, like you felt that obviously the strong point was to get Omaz over. And I kind of disagreed with that and I didn't really feel like they did that I think that they did they, they did do that this week though with him but not enough for me to really care I want to see AJ go off and do his own thing now and I get it they're building Omaz and making him into a star or whatever it's just not clicking for me uh Rhea Ripley beat the living shit out of Carmella as well that was cool that was all right 
That was fun. Uh, but this is 50-50 booking. One member of a team wins, then the other member of the team wins. That's why I it's think they're teasing that breakup. The tropes. You think that like Rhea's going to go like and turn on Nikki because she's the loser? Yeah, because there was a moment when Nikki lost where Rhea had the, the damn, this girl lost face. So that's why I think it's going to happen. You know, probably, because why Why keep a team together, right? Why ever do it? Terry Allen Jr. says, no character development from Otis. Shame. It is a shame. I mean, I don't know how how invested they are in him. A reminder, guy, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, well, it's like they had a good, they seemed like they were having a good idea by doing this, you know, angry Otis. And it was, and then they seemed like they were going somewhere with it, but it's almost like we, we started writing, we got through chapter one, chapter two, but we don't got, we don't got an ending for this book. That's what it feels like. You got a story down. You just don't got a, you, you got a, a, a premise down, but you don't have the whole book yet. That's what the Otis character feels like. Well, if you're looking for a good start to your story in the mornings, magicspoon.com is there to help. Cereal is one of the best parts about your mornings, but you don't want all that junk, all that carbs, the sugar, all that stuff you shouldn't be eating. Magic Spoon doesn't have all that. What it does have is zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. All the flavors you love. Cinnamon, blueberry, peanut butter, frosted, cocoa, fruity, cookies and cream, maple, waffle. All kinds of good stuff. Go to magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Use our promo code Fightful to save $5 on your order. They are so confident in their product. It is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason... They'll refund your money. No questions asked. Magic Spoon is good stuff. I legitimately have it every weekday morning. I love it. I'm not going back and forth to the cupboard to get more. It fills me up and I'm good to go. It gives me that energy and it doesn't. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply make me stutter like some of the other stuff does i didn't even stutter through that whole promo denise i made it through the whole thing magicspoon.com slash fightful hit them up at eat magic spoon or might just be magic spoon now let me let me look let's eat magic spoon it's eat magic spoon on twitter let them know you heard about them from us (sighs) denise people just don't want to talk about raw what do the people want to talk about? We should listen to the people or else we're we just should. being hypocritical. You're right. Uh, CM or uh, Nerd Guru says, how big was the CM Cena pop in person? That ruled. Him teasing the five knuckle shuffle. Oh, that was rad. And the visual. That that was one of those oh. moments where I was looking up at the screen versus looking at the, you know, looking at the ranks. I could see more on the Titan Tron or Tron, whatever. And oh, with the blood in his face and he had the like the there was a moment where he was just like looking at the crowd yeah. like this. And it felt I don't know how long it was realistically, but it felt like a like a very solid moment. 
It was good. Yep. It was really good. It really, Eddie Kingston, CM Punk really sparked up that crowd. Like the batteries were put on on that crowd, like plugged them in. Main event time, I guess. I think that's where we're at. Yeah, that we got one last thing to talk about. It's Ray and Bobby. KE775 says, Adam Pierce is a heel now. Also, if you heard what the deal is with Von Wagner randomly being on SmackDown, I was just told he's the muscle, but that was very random. Very random. Vince likes him. It's happening. I mean, and Adam Pierce is a heel. That, uh, is, that he, is a thing that's happening. Hasn't he already been a heel? No? Ooh. I felt like he was. Not before this this business Not like lately. Not a heel to me. No, I think he's been a baby face until lately. I really do. Oh, then he was a ve- not a great baby face to me, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Miguel says, Sean taking all those energy drinks because there's plenty of clap, clap, clapping over a busy weekend. Blue Chew ad. That makes it sound like I fucked all weekend <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> well, according to those rumors, Sean, oh I don't know what to tell you. And then today Ugh. you're all spreading rumors about Cher. And I'm like, damn, saying that I'll, I'll, I don't even want to talk about it. Man, that was, man, I've never seen so many people get so mad over people going to dinner. That was the weirdest thing. Bruh, but, I just but, showed hey. up to eat a grilled cheese. <laughs> let, let's, let's be real. Those are weird people. I'm sorry, but people people. should have been more mad about the fact that you had no damn sauce on your salad and then you ordered a freaking salad. I was was upset about that. I I thought you deserved all the heat that you got for that. So Bobby Lashley beat the shit out of Ray. Ray got a hope spot here and there, but this was Bobby beating that ass. I'm okay with Bobby Lashley beating that ass. Let's talk about the match itself. This was slow, methodical, and it was Bobby Lashley beating ass. That's what it was. It was definitely better than what we saw last week. I definitely think so. Um, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't mind. I feel like anytime you see Rey Mysterio, you know, essentially get his butt kicked, he always makes it very entertaining. We've seen this story be told countless of times with Rey Mysterio. Um, I, you know, I just love when Rey, you know, when he, when he does the six one nine and goes right into the freaking like baseball slide splash thing that he does. I love that. Um, him tapping out to the hurt lock. Cool, believable, perfect. Was not a bad match whatsoever. It was entertaining. It was fine. Um, the post-match stuff, which I know we'll get to in a second, I was just kind of like, eh, why are we doing this? Okay, now I don't get the whole thing about this social media stuff and making the announcements on there. Kind of feels very pointless, but all right, fine. Afterwards, Adam Pierce does go heelish. And says, oh, by the way, Ray's off the team too. And Austin Theory attacks. And he says, by the way, Austin Theory's in. Cher says, I thought Scrap Daddy only wanted champions on his team. That too. Right? He made a big ho-hoo-rah about that last week or something. I'm sorry. I just... Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. (laughs) I dropped my microphone. Denise has muted herself. I didn't mute myself, did I? No. No. Okay. I... What even makes sense anymore, Sean? Nothing makes sense anymore. Why did we have to get the matches announced on Survivor Series? Then Rey Mysterio's out. Dominic's out. They they didn't want champions. Okay, cool. Now we got Austin Theory because he likes his style. All right, cool. I don't know. 
This I think this was just them trying to find a creative way to put plug in new members, but without having to do all of those, you know, matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we're just talking about this with the women because they even replayed that whole segment about freaking Dewdrop and Nikki Ash being upset that they weren't included in that women's team. Nothing ever happened from that. What's the whole deal there? I don't know. I never know the damn deal. <laughs> okay, well, that's all I've got. That was Monday Night Raw, guys. We've got a lot of coverage this week. Denise and I will be here on Sunday talking about Survivor Series. And we have no stakes. Great. We're just as bad. But this is literally the worst brand supremacy post-show ever. At least it's not like hit us over the head. Brand supremacy, brand supremacy. Nakamura and Priest was announced too. I'm sure that'll be good. Yep, I'm sure it will. That's all we got. Uh, Chris Raines says, did you see the Twitter exchange tonight between CM Punk and Danhausen? It is so good. It is, and I mean, it got it got uh, more buzz than most of Raw got, and that's that's sad. Like Denise, like this used to be like the most watched thing. Like people were here for Mondays, even when Raw wasn't great. Maybe they're just sick of you. I don't know. Great, I'm gonna get fired. You're not gonna get fired. I'm gonna get fired. Just you don't cost us anything right now. What are you talking about? I'm gonna get fired. I'm going to get released due to budget cuts. Budget cuts because nobody super chats anymore. And you know Uh, what I'm going to do, Sean? I'm going to spread an agenda. I'm going to start a conspiracy theory that you're just anti-Denise Salcedo. Stormhausen says you two are cursed from all these weeks of bad raw creative. Stay juicy and very evil. Well, we certainly will, my friends. Guys, a reminder, if if you're a fan of this show and you don't, get to tune in live to watch these shows you can leave humper chats at humperchats.com i'll read them the next time we're on air lewis the super chat king says someone had to say it can they coexist can we coexist in survivor series i think so sean i'm depressed i'm depressed now because you looked very very sad that our show was just like that was it, you know? And I just feel very depressed now about it. That was that was it. That was I don't, our show. I feel like you just said it like that was wasn't our one show. of our best. Like, wasn't one of our best, that's for sure. I, I didn't I didn't think it was bad. It was I, I thought right. I, I thought I did a good job, Sean. There you did. Sorry that there, you thought sorry that I'm not a big enough draw to get more. Let's mute Denise. There just wasn't anything really exciting to talk about on this show. There wasn't. It was an okay show without anything like momentous or exciting. Nerd Guru says loser, loser has to be Tony D on the following post show. That ain't happening. Sean, Denise. you keep saying no to everything. Damn. That would be so annoying for a full show. Yeah, uh, let would, the people but... know where they can find you. Well, please, you're going to have to go follow me on all my other stuff because I'm probably going to get featured Endeavored on Fightful. So YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Um, yeah, so tomorrow I'm going to be dropping an interview with the inspiration, uh, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay. So please make sure to go to my channel because that's going to be up there. I did a really fun, how well do they know each other? They did the BFF tag like we did, Sean. So they did that and that's going to go up to tomorrow and then additionally i'm working on some cool stuff i got mission pro coming up this weekend all my shows are speak now pro wrestling on f4w um there's just so much going on you can follow me on twitter at instagram or yeah twitter underscore denise salcedo and then yeah if you want to watch those um 
AW Full Gear post-show stuff, you can. That's it. Guys, thank you all so much. Check out our interview with Lady Frost on Tuesday. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.